0: Due to some disturbances in the timeline, this episode of the Jam Jar was recorded back in the early summer. Sorry for the temporal disturbances and some confusion that may come from this, but please enjoy the episode. Thank you. Yeah. Neil
1: Sicierga is a uh, he, he is a musician, and he has I call him an internet wizard because he's one of those people that will just do things. And yeah, he gets around years later, like many, many years later, I'll find out that he did that. Like, for example, <laughs> he was the one he was the one that did all of Potter Puppet Pals, for example.
2: Uh, yeah. So oh, the yeah. ultimate showdown he, of Ultimate Destiny. Yeah. I for fucking, I fucking forgot that. But, but Jack, but
0: Jack, but yeah. Jack, did you do the other one? Which one? The other, Welcome the other to the Jam one. Jam
1: Jar. I'm Hillel Slot. Uh, I'm joined here
0: by my co-host Adam
1: Havsky. Say
0: hi, Adam. Jack, answer the question. <laughs> Damn it, Hillel, stop deflecting. I know you're trying to change the hi, subject because you I'm know Jack. what I'm uh, talking. I'm, about. I'm the special guest. No, uh, this is answer Adam. Answer the
2: question. <laughs> answer it. He's answer it, Jack. the specialist co-host. And uh, yeah, welcome to the jam jar, Jack. Jack, you know what I'm
0: talking about, Jack. You both know what I'm talking about. Did he do it? Is
1: I he truly, responsible? I truly
2: don't. I
1: truly Adam, don't. We, the... Adam, we moved on. We're we're Jack. not in the cold open anymore. Hello. I, know, uh, I think you're hello.
0: You, you then this with... is the main fucking topic. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: uh, I'm Is there anything you want to follow it, up? Right. On,
0: uh, <laughs> I want to follow up on the cold open, <laughs> <You> stupid bitch. <laughs> Alright,
1: he didn't do the orgy one. Are you happy? Okay,
0: okay, yes, happy? that is what I wanted to know. <laughs> okay. That is what I wanted to Thank you. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs>
2: I, I I wanted to live in the better world where Adam was convinced
1: Yeah, that was the game right. I should have said yes I should have yes anded Adam yeah. into a funnier, oh, a funnier reality
0: yeah alright Yeah. anything
1: to follow up on guys I really wish I did I'm going to be honest I did not listen to the last episode uh, so I can't remember what the fuck we talked about I don't remember so we I talked about
2: uh, why music
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that was a good topic, too. I probably do. I, see me next time. I might have some follow
2: up <laughs> this time. No follow up. I feel like we were pretty. Um, pretty uh, thorough with that question. I think we had a lot yeah. to say. Uh, yeah. But really, really, I, I mean, that's a question you can answer every day. That's a special that's, question.
0: Yeah. My follow up. Nothing would be- like some self congratulations as a follow up. That's know, right, guys. Well <laughs> done. That's, that's right. That's Good my job, guys. My follow up is no notes.
1: Perfect. <laughs> Excellent job. Uh, no, I think I think Jack's right. We I I tried pretty hard to like sincerely answer that question, and I think uh, I think it'll show in the episode. All we all did. We all did.
2: Well, (sighs) I think we can uh, talk about what we're all really here to talk about today, Mm -hmm. um, which is um, just, you know, every episode we try to solve music as a concept, just, you know, make sure that we talk about everything about music. So nobody ever has to talk about it again. And we just have all the best opinions and all the correct That's ones. That's true. So it's just like, you know, we just, you know, solve music podcasting. Um, and I think, uh, today we can, after, you know, several tests and, you know, with our godlike ears, we've been listening to music for years. Uh, we, we, we've covered a consent, uh, consensus on, um, what is the the best instrument? Um, right. And uh, we all unanimously yeah. agree that uh, it's uh, the bass guitar, the the big guitar, the big beefy one. Bass is the best instrument, and let me
1: let me tell you why. I have three reasons why bass is the best instrument. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The first reason we've already covered on a previous topic. You feel it in your guts. This yeah. is a big deal.
2: That's it a big. It gets deal. in your guts.
1: I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it it's you don't just hear it you feel it and that's legit yeah. like it, it's a good it's a good thing for an instrument to do uh that's that's reason number 1 which has been covered reason number 2 of why bass is the best instrument i would say is uh range of expression so yeah. the the bass can be almost not there it can be like yeah. you know just very, very literally in the background, like providing yeah. the foundation
2: or whatever for like the, nice chords, the root like, notes. You know, yeah, yeah, just the, the root notes. Just, just a root note driver. Yeah, that's a classic bass tone. Sure,
1: but the bass can also lead the way. The bass yeah. can can slap along, and you know, uh, and it can it can be the the forefront of people's you know attention. Uh, yeah, it could be a very melodic I think melodic of like instrument. Thundercat and yeah, you know, or, lots, um, lots of guys like that. I've been
2: listening to uh, a lot of New Order lately and uh, mm. um, their bassist, Peter Hook, is like one of the more melodic bassists uh, ever. Um, he, loved, he he plays, a, uh, I think, a five-string. Um, I've also been reading his autobiography, which is very funny. I definitely recommend it. Um, it's uh but that's besides the point the the point is his his uh his style is like playing melodically on um on like a five string bass and it's almost like he's like the the lead guitar in a lot of ways uh for for some of new order songs see the song uh age of consent uh that has like one oh. of the best one of the best bass lines of all time I fucking
0: love Age of Consent. That's I think my favorite New Order song. It's well, a very other interesting... than other than Blue Monday, because I'm yeah. not gonna lie, I know it's a basic bitch choice, but like Blue Monday's <laughs> just too good, man. It's just yeah. like
2: I, I think I think they'd agree. Uh, even though I think they they uh, they only had the synth bass on there, but you know that's another point. Synth bass can be yeah. Uh, it it's just an emulation of once again the best instrument of all time the
1: best um, oh that's a good point I didn't even think of that I uh I, I didn't even think of the fact that lots of synthesis is just trying to get a, like a set like just trying to
2: to stand in the shadow <laughs> that is cast you know by the, the bass guitar the, look look at what they need to uh, <laughs> emulate a fraction of our power that's of, right uh, yeah vibes and, um, and then
0: you said you had a third point hello
1: yeah I did I did have a third point Um, I also just wanted to mention I'm very excited I I have I don't know who New Order is so I think I'm in I'm in for some good music oh Uh, you you are you you are you've also
0: definitely heard Blue Monday
1: okay I believe that
0: I I I if if there's a person who hasn't heard Blue Monday
2: do you you know Joy Division I do uh New Order is um the same Joy Division minus one yeah it basically after the the lead singer joy division died um they uh they reformed as a new band um and they went in kind of a different sonic direction um it's a
0: very different sonic
2: direction (laughs) yeah (laughs) um although you can still hear uh some some of the same elements especially in their their earlier stuff okay cool i'll check them out um but the third point,
1: uh, and it, it's appropriate because it's this is a bit of a meta point, right the the bass guitar is the best instrument simply because it is the challenge instrument like, mm. and I don't mean that it's like the hardest instrument to play. I don't mean that it's challenging. I mean that like it is not the instrument that most people think of when they. Decide to like, if they're like seeking attention through music. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. It's, we've, we've called it the unsung hero. It is an unsung, yeah. it's unsung, but I think a little bit paradoxically, that makes it like almost more appealing. It's like, ooh, I'm not just some guitarist, I'm a bass guitarist. Like, there's something about it that I think is, um, I'm, I'm searching for the right word, but it's like, it's like, I, I keep coming back to like, It's it's a challenge. It's like it's like sort of there there have been many a joke over especially you know Are you are you talking about like like hard mode basically? Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying it's like like anyone can look cool playing the guitar Mm -hmm. or sound cool. You know? But anyone can play guitar. Right. If if you're gonna play if you're going to, but if you're playing bass and you're, and you're doing well and you're like looking cool and it's, you know, like, it's like bonus points. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I think, I think that that's the third, it, the third it's, main point.
2: It's not the attention seekers instrument. It's the patrician's choice, you know. That's right. Someone who truly loves music will play the bass guitar because right. they, they just want to be supportive, you know. They they don't yeah. need to be in the spotlight because they know they're playing the best instrument. They That's just it. want to be in the band. Yeah, yeah. they don't. They, they don't need to be the, the spotlight. Best. Uh, what one thing I'll say? I like the uh, structural analogy. Um, so like the the guitar. If we're talking about like, you know, music is building a a, a structure. Mm-hmm. Or like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you said that the bass the base was the the supports. I think yeah, it is. It, it's the foundation. So it's like the steel girders and stuff that keep the, that prop the building up. And then, you know, you have the guitars, the facade, you know, uh, mm. and, you know, just because rhythm can exist without drums, drums are kind of just a way to amplify the rhythm, you know, that could be like, you know, what other whatever other supports are needed, but the the real foundation of it is uh is the bass guitar, yeah. Bass.
1: Hmm. Okay, I like this analogy. So the drums are kind of like the drywall. Yeah. Like, like they're there, but are they important? Well, they they add they add a lot to the building for sure. Yeah. But but there would still be structure without the without them.
2: Uh, yeah. And, then, and yeah, then every everything I, I that, that you would well. you would look at a building to, like, you would see it just face value, like the facade. That's, like, the tonal stuff, like, uh, or the melodic stuff, like the uh, guitar or, like, the synths or something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was thinking the, the keyboard could be, like, the windows.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, if that works. <laughs> yeah.
0: The double bass is the most structurally sound. Of all classical string instruments. There you go.
1: Now now tell me you more act, about this
0: double can, bass.
1: What is a double You can bass?
0: literally
2: stand on it. Um, It's oh. a bass, but... But big. What if double? I see. So have you, have you
0: seen a violin? I have. All right. I'm so now, glad you asked. I have. Now you double that. Okay. So twice. You quadruple a violin mm. and you get a cello.
1: Okay, so you're not talking about putting multiple violins together. You're no. talking about
2: like the size the size, size. Okay, Got it. Got it. Uh, yes. A double double bass is basically like a stand up bass. When oh. you take two yeah. cellos
0: and you put them in the super collider. When they okay. combine together at a molecular level, you get a double bass, and um, it's really annoying because that is the only way to make them. Um, yeah, they cannot be constructed in any other way other than spinning two cellos
2: around at each other at close mm. to the speed of light, and and that's you know. That's the only instrument that can be made that way. Um, yeah. which y- you know for a fact means that the universe was designed around the idea that there there will be a bass guitar one day. And that's how you know that it's God's favorite instrument. Exactly.
0: They yeah. they, they tried it with violins and then we got the viola and and no one has forgiven them for that. <laughs> You know, I have heard that.
1: Uh, maybe you know. Now, now that I think about it, I'm, this might be about cellos. But I've heard that there are instruments that resonate with water more than others, like the sound and the tone of it will like make water vibrate more or less than other instruments. And I think, yeah. Now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure that was the cello. So not doesn't a, a lesser instrument. Never mind.
0: <laughs> a lesser element.
1: Right. Uh I I meant to think of more examples of like great bass guitar music. Um just I mentioned like ba- Thundercat earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah, just like great artists and songs and lines. Um I mentioned Thundercat earlier. Thundercat is an extremely acclaimed bassist. He does good work. He's kind of trippy. Like he's a, he's like kind of a groovy funky bassist and he He has an interesting style, but anybody listening to him can tell that he's, you know, like, really working the bass. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like... You guys have some
2: some great classic examples of bass music? Oh, of course. Just, like, favorite bass lines of all time? Yeah, sure. Uh, I can go over a few quickly. Um, uh, One that uh, I think of immediately is... um, I'm almost certain this is sampled from somewhere, so sorry if I don't know what the original sample is. But the, the bass line used in the song Napalm Brain, Scatterbrain, uh, by DJ Shadow is like oh. one of the coldest fucking bass lines of all time. Um, and I love, I love playing it when I play bass. Um, just cause it's a, it's a fun, very slow, impactful bass line. Um, and it kind of like jumps up and down the whole instrument, especially if you're just playing a, a a four string um it it makes use of the whole sort of uh uh tonal range of the the bass um oh, but is also cool. very decisive and uh you know it it's minimalist so it's like yeah I don't need to play a lot of notes for this instrument to sound amazing. I'm just going to make it sing just by going like bop, bop, ba da 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 you know uh mm. another bass uh Adam you were saying you were learning how to play uh Absolution by Muse that that's kind of by Muse <laughs> Oh sorry yeah yeah um but I was thinking, honestly that, n- that's on the album Absolution which is what I was thinking of um that's it, that's, yeah. that's that's that is a uh <laughs> That's kind of like the the um, stairway to heaven of bass, but it's still such a good baseline line. I among use kind of sucks, <laughs> uh, and oh, in, oh yeah, in to- no, no, no. In to- I, in to- I, I agree. In, in totality, they they have that card they could play where they're like, "We made this baseline and it rules, and uh, yeah, it you you haven't outgrown it. It's still fucking rocks." Uh, even if we make the worst music possible, we still wrote this bass line, so... Yeah. Suck it forever.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say, sometimes a bass line can just stand out. I don't know, The it's funny, because I can't think of anything that I would call, like, my favorite bass line in the world, or my favorites, or anything like that, but I keep thinking of this one Billie Eilish song that, like, I've listened to it enough now that the like, the more I've listened to it, the more the bass line stands out. Uh, and I think the song is All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Uh, and that song has this, like, very... I don't know, uh, this very catchy bass line. That, okay. Like, as I... It's one of those things... It's not that it's not that the bass line is so great or that the song is so great. I mean, I like both. Uh, but it's just another example of why the bass is the best instrument. It's like, every time... I listen to that song. I appreciate the bass more, like, it, yeah. it's, and I feel like that happens a lot with a lot of songs. It's like the first time you listen to it, you know, you appreciate the bass, but you might not have caught the bass line. But by the like the fifteenth time you're listening to the song, I don't know. Like now when I listen to that Billy Eilish song, I'm singing the bass.
2: Yeah, like I'm yeah, it,
1: I'm specifically singing that one bass line throughout the whole song
2: it, it, instead but of I, the melody. Yeah, ha- having a good bass line is so important. I feel because if you listen to a song over and over again, you know, that's going to be the, the, the make or break, whether a song yeah. has legs. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I, okay, I think okay, like, yeah, when I get into the nitty gritty, the, the stuff that my ears don't pick up immediately, uh, what, what's my reward for, you know, re-listening to this? Oh, it's this incredible bass line. Okay. Yeah. I'm listening to this song forever. and yeah so
0: so often the riffs that you remember from a song because they're simple and catchy are the baseline i mean you've got um obviously feel good ink by gorillas everyone yeah. knows that baseline i was gonna everyone mention, um,
1: yeah the yeah. feel good ink and then um even andromeda has a pretty
0: cool baseline i think yeah um, i mean yeah going back to to new order, like Jack was saying, blue Monday, even though that's a synth baseline is like, also everyone knows that baseline. Like, yeah. Like, and then of course there's like
1: Billy Jean, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like Another one bites the dust by queen.
0: Right. Right. Everyone like, like I'd say above all else, Everyone knows that baseline. Like that is. Well, that baseline is the the melody. To be fair. Yeah, but uh, the I mean, at, least at th- first.
2: That just speaks to how uh, how versatile bass can be. That's what I was
1: saying. It's like you can do whatever you want with the bass. You can be. I mean, yeah. You can, you can make you know the the thing that everybody remembers in the song, or you can make the thing that people find. After digging through the song, like, it doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want.
0: Also, another reason bass players and bass is the best instrument is that, um, a lot of the songs written by some of the best bands ever, mostly written by bass players. Um, well, I mean, the main songwriter of cream thank god was not eric clapton
2: it was jack <laughs>
0: bruce the bass player gotcha. um hell yeah oh yeah
2: sting. same thing
1: with fallout boy actually yeah uh, the bass player wrote all- everything
0: pete Wentz, the police sting bass yeah. player yeah um true, true. yeah See? Not, Famous not, not Paul mention, McCartney yeah. of the Beatles. Uh, that's exactly what I
2: was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bass player. Uh, which uh, is awesome because uh, he uh, was not originally a bass player, but he learned bass out of necessity because they didn't have yeah. basses. And he was just like, ah, fuck it. This is probably the Might best as well instrument. Might learn the anyway. best instrument. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Also, let me just, I need to put this, just to go into a separate thing, um, Paul McCartney's bass is one of the coolest looking basses in existence. Like, yeah. I fucking Ooh. love that bass. I like, i
2: haven't really seen it. You haven't? Oh, it looks amazing.
0: Yeah. It looks like a
2: freaking mandolin, like. Just speaking of, of, uh, of Beatles bass lines, uh. That's that's a great example of a, a band that has a bunch of really uh, technical bass parts that are just completely uh, kind of buried under uh, other instruments. Um, yeah, if you listen to just isolated uh, bass tracks on uh, um, on Beatles songs, you're like, oh man, like this guy's really going for it. Like he he doesn't need to. <laughs> Uh, like we're not even in the seventies yet. And this guy is like, he's, he's all up and down this thing. Like he's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, he's it,
0: really Marty McFly in this baseline, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. Um, uh, uh, oh, shit. what's the, the, uh, I'm completely blanking on the name. Uh, the Beatles song. Um, that's like, uh, um, you know I believe in how something uh something in the way yeah
0: something just, it's just, called something yeah just cut out the it part where I, I
2: don't know what it's called
0: uh <laughs> yeah it's really called uh, so,
2: uh something uh, the 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 baseline on uh the something by uh the beatles uh goes insanely hard um and uh it's it's pretty like mixed down like it's not something that you'd pick up over uh, the the vocals or the guitar line, but it's it it's insane. Um, uh, there's a bunch of Led Zeppelin songs that are just like, oh yeah. When, once you listen to the bass line, you're just like, oh my god, you didn't another. Have to. You didn't have to do this another. For me. Uh, like, um, Lemon Song by uh, Led yeah, Zeppelin. oh yeah the baseline for that is insane <laughs> um i definitely recommend uh giving that a listen to if you enjoy uh tactical baselines yeah i think uh it might be time to uh take a break yeah listen to some right. weather yeah
0: yeah see what the weather's like welcome to the weather Our loving homage to the wonderful podcast, Welcome to Night Vale. This week's weather is brought to you by Honeywire, with their song, Down. Enjoy! I finally found you Down in the summer cause I'll miss you All I really know is that I don't need you Thank you all for listening. Our podcast is entirely listener supported. So if you like what you hear and like what we do, you can head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the jam jar. That's no caps, no spaces, no added ingredients, just the jam jar. Over there, you can find some cool stuff. We have unheard bits not available to anyone else except our patrons, as well as some MP3s of the weather occasionally for you to download for your personal enjoyment. If you are not in a place to donate right now, that is totally fine. We still love you just as much. But if you could leave us a review and download the podcast, it makes a big difference. Now, back to the show
2: uh so uh hello Hmm. uh you were saying you had another festival coming up yeah i'm gonna go to another festival
1: uh in the same exact location the exact same place but the music's gonna be different it's gonna be less (laughs) less a little bit less jam bands and a little bit a little bit a little bit less there will still be jam bands there there will still be jam bands yes that's correct there will still be a couple jam bands but the main focus of the festival is like i don't know it, it is bass music but it's not bass guitar music it's like the the oh, so you it, know the kind with the wubs and the dubs uh mm. um, yeah it's like like trippy bass music i guess i don't know what you would call it hip bass music is, for hippies
2: or something is it is it more like edm or is it more yeah. like um yeah uh <laughs> i was gonna say like uh Drum and bass, or like, uh, hardstyle? Uh, style. Because no, when more you say, like EDM. when you say bass music, I just think of, um, just, uh, do it again. Yeah. <laughs> do it again. Um, I think it's gonna be. What, what was, right. the, what was the, 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 uh, the song, Adam, that's, uh, like the super fantastic, uh,
0: oh oh yeah 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 uh crazy mega cool
2: yeah crazy mega cool. Uh, yeah i i was just thinking of like eurobeat just like yeah when you when you say um bass music i just think oh a bass drum like pulsing at like 180 right. bpm
0: <laughs> i i would love to see that music play for the hippies at the <laughs> hippie festival i also would love that I, I want to know, what, I want to, I, I think they would get into it, but also oh, I yeah. think some, it would be just so funny. Like, they're they <laughs> they like, oh, we, into it.
2: we brought the wrong drugs for this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> that could be.
1: Although, I think they bring all of them, so don't worry. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think, I don't think they can bring the wrong ones, <laughs> or uh, they'll at least bring the right ones, I don't know. The, uh, <laughs> the, no, when I say bass music, uh, I'm mostly thinking of, like, deep sustained bass like Mr. Carmack uh,
2: ah.
1: and like, you know, stuff that's a little bit slower, a little bit more ambient, um, but, but very bass, bass focused. Uh, bass. Not again, this is confusing, not bass, the best instrument focused, but in a way mimicking some of those tones. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go see another festival. This time, since I don't want to pay full price to go see another festival, I am going to volunteer at this festival, uh, cool. which I'm, I'm kind of nervous about because I have no idea like what the split is going to be in terms of like, like how much of the festival am I going to get to enjoy outside of my volunteering is a little bit up in the air. I think I only have to do a total of... 18 hours of okay. volunteer work over like three or four days. Um. So I'm hoping I can just like kind of, you know, wake up at 10, nine or 10 in the morning, do like trash work, like literally like, you know, pick up garbage and empty trash mm-hmm. cans and stuff. And like, just do that for six hours a day or whatever. Yeah. And then, and then spend the afternoon and evening and night, enjoying the music um i mean that I don't sounds know. reasonable i don't know what it, yeah i think that'd be fun like that to me sounds reasonable like you know like an achievable goal yeah um i uh i'm excited because you know it costs a few hundred dollars to go to a festival um, yeah and i don't want to pay that but i do really want to go to another festival
0: i um, mean i'm i'm also working at a festival in two weeks so oh, we can compare oh, right that's right,
1: I, but I think I'm you I'm working,
0: this. working.
2: Yeah, what a, that's really a little different. Like you're performing. Yeah.
0: No, no, I'm not performing at the festival. So yeah. I do have. Yeah, I am performing at another festival, but I have no idea what that festival is. I'm. I, there's this festival called Shambhala here, and it's like it, oh, that's from what I deal. can tell. Yeah, from what I can tell, it looks like British Burning Man, um, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm on the crew. So I'm going to be there four days early. I'm going to set up all the stages, lay all the lines, hang wow. some lights, do some cool shit. But then what that means is that's the different part is um, I don't have to work during the festival. So I get two wristbands. So I'm going to bring a friend Ooh. and i um, going to go to the festival. That's and then awesome. I have to break it down, which takes like a day. And yeah. And also, I get paid a bunch. Um, nice. So yeah, yeah, living the dream. Oh, that,
1: that's sweet. So yeah, I, I mean, that sounds like similar to the kind of work that I might end up doing at the nine thirty club. Um, yeah. Just like stagehand work, like production, mm-hmm. setting up, load in, load out type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's cool. I I don't know. I'm. This is gonna be this is going to be interesting because this time I'm going to the festival completely alone. So I'm going to have to like bring my own camping gear. uh, Whereas last time I had a friend kind of, you know, took me under his wing and set everything up for me. Uh, Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be a nice, a nice learning experience for sure. One way or another
0: fun, you know? Yeah. This is an important fact that I need to remember to do myself. We're going to hold each other accountable for this. Yep set up your tent once before oh yeah, 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 yeah. don't yes. don't let it be the first time you set up the tent yeah no
1: no no no. i'm gonna be i'm gonna be borrowing someone's backyard for sure uh, yes yeah uh i want to make sure i can set up that tent and it won't have any leaks in it i mean i'm i'm worried about rain like I want to make sure I find a good spot that it doesn't look like mm-hmm. it's going to get muddy or anything like that.
2: Should also test it, uh, see if it um, just oh, yeah. uh, stands up to the the music that you'll be listening to. So you got to blast oh. EDM music. <laughs> That's a good idea. I thought,
1: I thought you were going to say hit it with a hose and see if um, it'll uh, like
0: stand, stand up to a downpour. Uh, stand up to a man having a very aggressive piss. Yeah. <laughs> But uh
1: but the music is even better. Uh, see if it see if it gets see if it knocks over from too much
0: bass yeah. or something. And then while the bass is playing, you hit it with a hose. Right.
1: When it's not expecting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. the uh the other thing I was gonna say about this festival is that uh, I'm excited to volunteer because I would like to work towards throwing my own festival someday. Uh, I want to see like what the other side is like. Um, I want to try and mm. try and absorb some information, because you know a small scale festival seems like a very achievable goal. Like, find a place yeah. in nature, bring lots of friends and music, and make it happen. I feel like I could work towards that pretty quickly.
2: Yeah, I I think. But, you'd have to but work but I, your I'm way up. What
1: yeah, exactly. I want to see what the large. I want to see how the large scale festivals operate, like from the inside. Um, I don't know how. I don't know how much access I'm really going to get to the inner workings of the festival, but you know, whatever. I'm, I'll I'll see what I can see.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, y- you said uh, earlier you had been listening to a lot of music, uh, in preparation. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's a good yeah. segue to. Uh. Mm-hmm. uh what we've been listening to lately.
1: Yeah, I've been, I've been listening to music that is going to get played at this festival. Um, just to sort of get myself accustomed to the sounds. Um, I've been listening to, I've been really, really enjoying this one live set that I found, uh, from a DJ called of the trees. Uh, he's one of the, he's one of the two or three people that are going to be headlining this festival. Um, and I, I like his music a lot from what I've heard so far. It's it's a little bit ambient, and in fact, he's going to be playing uh, an ambient set at the festival, so he's going to be playing a sunrise set, um, oh. which will be less dance-focused and more just vibing out-focused.
2: I, um, I, I like that idea a lot. It's just like uh, uh, DJing to set the tone of what the day is going to be rather than yeah. uh, just like... Hey, everybody needs to get up and dance, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, I, I like well, the idea. I, mean, of I think enjoying I mean, live music really passively like that—that's a, a a pretty novel idea. I think.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's I think it's happening because the venue has been told by some authority that they have to keep the decibel level down after midnight. Um which is surprising to me because this festival is in the middle of nowhere. So I have no idea who would even hear those sounds, but apparently it can get so loud from the, from the low notes, especially um, that it can be heard very, very far away. So after midnight they have, they're going to be doing ambient sets for all of their stuff, um, which I'm actually looking forward to. Like, I think having, having both will be really interesting. Like. Yeah. Super loud dance music at 11 p.m., and then at you know from like 12 to 5 a.m., it's like you know much chiller. You know more, more focused on the the light show and like what they can do in the dark and stuff like that. And then yeah. sleepy the time. Yeah, more sleepy <laughs> time. It'll probably be really nice for the people that are camping. Yeah. Um, or, like, the people that are, you know, in
2: the tents just sort of listening to the music. I think uh, it's it's definitely cool to have um, some, like, uh, variants. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if I was a festival goer, I would probably get burnt out on the, like, uh, really, like, heavy music pretty quickly. Yeah, you, I'd, I'd you, watch just something can't, chill. you can't
1: rage for... 30 hours. Like, yeah.
2: That's just not
1: a thing. Um, so, yeah. I And I've also been listening to uh, a couple other artists that are going to be headlining the festival, namely uh, Tipper and Grizz. Um, Grizz, I was already familiar with, but Tipper, I've been, I hadn't heard of before. I think it's his festival. I think he's like the main,
2: the, the main guy
1: hosting it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've been listening to his album, Marble Hunting, which I really like. I, I kind of appreciate that album because, you know, just outside of the music, I also really love glass art and marbles. So it's just cool that he made an album that was marble themed, at all. Yeah. Uh, marbles. If you uh, if you need one track to listen to off of Marble Hunting, I recommend Ground Score, which is a funny name. Do you do you do either of you know what a ground score is? Unfamiliar. A ground score is. I think it is a festival term, or at least like a, like more of the, is, if not a festival term, then it's like a jam band or a
2: hippie term. I and think I can to, put together what it means. Uh-huh. Is it, is it just found goods?
1: Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just finding drugs that somebody else dropped on the floor. <laughs> I, it, it doesn't, I, I shouldn't say drugs. It doesn't have to be drugs. It usually is, but it, uh, I think it's, you know, it can be like. Some, something else it can be like you know uh a dollar or like uh maybe maybe like you know a piece of jewelry or something I don't know there are some I, things that I think I, would be considered <laughs> I think there are some things that people would actually a dollar return. you know like I, I think if somebody found a necklace they might actually like go looking for the person who dropped the necklace I'm just, but if you find a bag of drugs <laughs> You don't like hold it up in the air and say who dropped this. Yeah, you're you <laughs> like, say gra- uh,
2: ground score. You say ground score and it, you run away. It, but exactly in, in like Polly Shore's voice. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> ground score. <laughs> yeah. Uh I I'm just imagining like the like filthiest fucking like mm-hmm. uh uh sandwich bag yeah. uh just full in the of mud. like yeah in the mud just like full of like moldy weed right and someone picks it up and they're just like hell yeah ground... scar. <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah yeah they
1: find it like right outside the porta potty that, or something that is a, yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's
2: that is a, a pretty funny uh uh mental image
1: <laughs> yeah i i mean there's all kinds of stuff like that i just I find it incredibly charming like all these little all these the, the nomenclature and like all these little terms that mean stupid things but anyway that's what I've been listening to um it's it's been it's been fun it's been like you know a little bit less uh it's been easy listening for sure like something it's easy to keep on in the background it's been fun to dance around the house like it's been good and it's just you know i'm i'm just getting hyped for the festival
2: what have you been listening to though jack um i am surprised we haven't talked about this yet because we did talk about leading leading up to it a little bit uh some of the singles um the new blur album uh the ballad of darren uh very good album um damon alburn uh and and co are you know still getting together and making really good music. Um and this album I would say is uh definitely uh the saddest Blur album. Uh it it has as the name suggests a lot of ballads on it. Um and uh I think that you know when Damon Albarn can be outside of his 2D character Um, he's, he can be a little bit more emotionally open and just like, be like, yo, this is the real me and the real me, the, the real him, I should say, uh, right now, uh, is, is, uh, getting older. His voice, you know, has some, some scars on it from, you know, years (laughs) of singing
1: Uh,
2: and Uh, and it really uh it really shows uh uh good good album uh i would i definitely give it high marks um but also just uh just know you might get a little bit emotional listening to it it's uh it's it's uh it's heavy on the emotional scale Uh, uh on the other hand uh the new Apex Twin that just came out. Uh, is, not quite
0: as emotional? Yeah,
2: not quite as emotional, <laughs> but uh, yeah. also very good. Um, I think the the thing with Apex Twin is that whenever he puts out new music now, it's always, like, four songs, and they're, like, yeah. some of the best shit ever, but it's always, like, short and sweet. like Which, you know, I'd rather have that than, like, a bunch of filler stuff. Yeah. But it always it always feels like a bit of a tease. Like it's like right, when when's the album coming out though? Yeah. And yeah. it's like I don't and, and the answer is always just like I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I I like doing it this way and uh, I make enough money uh doing it this way. Um yeah. I I feel like it's it's pretty powerful to be just in a in a place musically where you're just like i don't owe anything to anybody and i'm just gonna make music that i like yeah every Um,
1: single person on earth agrees that if i make (laughs) anything it's a huge w
2: yeah (laughs) that's basically where he is right now so uh that's pretty powerful and you know this album like you said huge w it's uh it's very good um some of the uh the visuals that came out with it are really cool. That's yeah, a, that's kind I, of a theme I that, was gonna mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. there usually when he puts out an EP there's at least one video and it's like insane, trippy shit. Just like like he finds like the the like most clinically insane uh visual artist he can fine legally and he taps them to make him something for his song and is usually beautiful and crazy and (laughs) mind-bending yeah even the album art
1: on uh apple music was like animated in this really really cool way
2: oh yeah that's (laughs) that's that's pretty cool i didn't know that they uh they uh did animated album art on that
1: yeah just uh on the um not like the literal album art like while you're playing the music but when you when you go to the album it shows you at the top of the screen like a piece of the album art but for for this one it's like everything is shifting together and in and out of place in this really interesting way
2: yeah um. that and it's usually his like his uh logo which yeah. is already kind of cool and amorphous and weird um yeah and very difficult to
1: explain actually like if you asked me to tell somebody what that logo was (laughs) i would i would be like it kind of looks like an a can you imagine the most
2: fucked up a you can think of (laughs) yeah
1: it's like the letter a sort of yeah
2: um uh, um real quick i did want to talk about one last artist that i've uh just been getting into um i think of uh hakushi hasagawa who uh, is also uh, makes you know they they make weirdo music, but in in the best way that I can say that. Um, it mm-hmm. it's all kind of uh, loosely piano and vocal driven, but uses kind of the the weirdest like time signature arrangement that you can think of a lot of the time. Um, and even if there's, like, a consistent beat, there, there's something about their music that's just kind of, like, weird and, like, shifty. Like, like, you listen to something and you're like, oh, something is kind of off here. Or, like, the vocal delivery is kind of, like, um, at the edge of being off-key. But it's just, like, I don't know. It's very hard to explain. Um, but it's very atypical and that's kind of the coolest part about it um uh i would just listen to to one thing um they just put out a new um song called uh mouthflash and they just got signed to uh flying lotus uh uh record label uh brainfeeder so Ooh. that's that is actually how I found out about them. They have a lot of backlog EPs and stuff, um, but they they just got signed to Brainfeeder, so uh, hopefully we'll see, you know, an album accompaniment to the the single uh, they just put out. But I definitely listened to the single "Mouth Flash." Uh, it it's it's weird. It's definitely like very different from uh from music i i uh i've listened to before but that's what's exciting about it i think it's it it does things that i'm just like my my brain is not prepared for. That. <laughs> so yeah uh shout out I'll have to, to check it out to hakshi asagawa
0: yeah the art is amazing
2: Yeah. No, they're, uh, they're, uh, they're pretty cool. They've got a cool aesthetic. Um, they kind of have like a sort of, uh, androgynous thing going on with their, like, presentation. Um, and a lot of their, uh, album covers and stuff are really, like, Either really busy, like a bunch of different colors, or like their uh, their first EP just has like a an anime person, but they're like like super eyed lens into their face, so it just looks like weird and amorphous. I feel like that's a really good uh, representation of the music you're listening to. <laughs> it's it's weird and amorphous, and it's kind of. Yeah, takes your eyes slash ears a second to like identify like what what exactly am I sensing here? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. What uh, am hmm. I sensing here? Uh, yeah. Uh, Adam. Uh, what have you been uh, listening to? You said uh. You're continuing well, your uh, your uh, pilgrimage of the lizard oh, yes. lizards right?
0: Yes, but, but first, I'd just like to mention for our listeners, one of the songs I've been listening to, Angus, the prize-winning hawk by the Toxards. Um, if you'd like to hear more of my thoughts and the rest of our thoughts on this, this is a shameless plug. Oh, yeah. Um <laughs> You can head on over to Patreon, where we will eventually have an episode on there. Actually, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the time this comes out, realistically, we'll probably have an episode it, on there where we be talk right more on
1: the corner, if not out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, um, yeah, we'll have we'll have an episode t- discussing that song that is mainly what i have been listening to this week because i've been on adhd hypervixation of that song because Mm -hmm. it's it's really good um so definitely give that song a listen and um head on over to patreon and give that episode a listen but yes i've been listening to the giz liz um i've definitely been on like a metal kick recently and this is this is a a frustrating moment for me is um I'd say probably my two favorite metal bands in existence aren't real slash aren't actually metal bands. Oh yeah. You're, um, you're talking, you're, you, you speak of death clock. I, I do. And, um and that's, I, I just, it's like King Gizzard and the lizard wizard is a phenomenal thrash metal band. Like, they yeah they are so good at that and yet it, it's not what they do
2: Half the time it's their not army. their
0: like i'd say i'd say given their you know what 24 albums they only have two metal albums which are i'd say like yeah. two of my favorite cuz they're amazing plus they have like sprinklings as you reminded me they do have like sprinklings of metal in other albums like um i I think gaia from omnium gatherum is so good um that's a that's a a song i cannot recommend enough but i've been listening to infest the rat's nest um which is their kind of like their first random metal album which i can imagine if i had listened to them for from the beginning from their existence would have been a wild time um because up until yeah. infest the rat's nest they did not really do a lot of metal um no. and then all of a sudden one of the hardest metal albums <laughs> yeah. while still but being listenable listen to- not not like not not the hardest metal album. All right, there's there's stuff that is like truly ear splitting. Some, but like, yeah, there's some really crushing metal out there. As as far as like as far as like you know, listenable thrash metal goes, like this the shit goes hard and it's yeah. so good. It's so they're so good yeah. at it. And um and the and the whole thing is I, I think. That was a 2020 release. Of the uh Escape the Rat's Nest. I think that's 2019. Okay, well, yeah, it was. It was 16th of August 2019. But it cause it definitely it had. <laughs> it had it had COVID album vibes. Um mm. but um cause track four is um super bug which is you know a bit spooky they they kind of they kind of predicted that one um
2: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: they didn't call it a comeback um but yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean hey speaking of hey 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 yeah don't cut i'm
2: not done yet i'm sorry i'm I'm not not done not You haven't even talked about uh, uh, the new, the new, new.
0: I am I mean, I have talked about the new, new. I have talked about um, Petro Dragonic Apocalypse. Um, oh,
2: that's
1: right. But not with Jack. We talked about Petro Dragonic oh. Apocalypse in episode five.
0: Oh, uh, we did. Yeah. Well, so Jack, I mean, Jack
1: hasn't gotten to really I- hear us gush over that album how we, we both i mean how do you feel that like fucking album uh
2: how do you feel like that stacks up against uh rat's nest so i
0: petro dragonic apocalypse was probably my first like full album king gizzard listen um because like i i'm a recent convert i am not like like i've known about them i've listened here and there but like this was like huh I've been hearing a lot more about this band, and also, I don't know. Here's a giant lizard with like flames behind it, and the longest album title yeah. I've ever seen. Well, let me check this yeah. out. Um, they
2: they do and... have a really uh, good way of marketing their stuff. <laughs> because yeah. The, you yeah. Know, you see a band called King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard, and you're like, all right, I got, I got to know. <laughs> yep.
0: yeah I gotta know and then and then everything past that is just more I gotta know like it was literally yeah. like King Gizzard and the Lizard Lizard I look at the album there's a big old lizard I'm like okay I'm still curious and then it's yep. like what's the title wait what's the title hold on I have to turn my Spotify sideways on my phone to read the whole title like I'm I'm listening like I'm, I'm in it <laughs>
1: There's Um, multiple semicolons in the title.
0: Yes, yes. I mean, it's yeah, but that that album, I think now has a special um, place in my heart because I wasn't I didn't I didn't fresh listen to infest the rat's nest like that's me going back. And I'd say if I'm looking at it objectively infest the rat's nest is i'd say probably a better album um mm. but as far as I, my personal opinion give me some fucking dragons baby all right like
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. Motor, motor
0: yeah yeah like the the chanting is just which i mean is yeah. also super present on the on on infest the rat's nest as well but on on this one, it's just like, it's like heavy metal Gregorian chants, like they're I, they're summoning summoning demons from hell, or dragons. I feel like from the the oil. My
2: favorite thing about uh, <laughs> my my favorite thing about the um, uh, the Nest album is just like the kind of super masturbatory fucking guitar licks that they have throughout the whole thing yeah that are are like equal parts almost like parody of metal but also just like you know it, it's full love just like that just like <laughs> yeah no i mean yeah because you I'd can't get away it, it, with that it, shit in any other genre
0: <laughs> no infest the rat's nest has like full like peak mega death Metallica, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just I- exactly. You, like, it you, sounds they're, they're
2: like they're wearing that shit on their sleeves. Like, you know exactly yeah. the type of shit they've been listening to. It's like, yeah, uh, it's early Metallica specifically. Uh, we're just like full thrash we're not fucking around with anything else it's just speed and metal and that's what you're gonna fucking get kid
0: (laughs) yeah the rhythm guitar is playing one riff the bass is fucking playing (laughs) god knows what but it's insane and then fucking Kurt is up there just playing an 18 minute long guitar solo just in the top just the upper right three strings just (laughs) just just over and over again like oh I love because I I mean I can't remember what honestly it's probably every song on Infest the Rat's Nest but I feel like there are moments where it's literally just like do you want to just listen to me like play like a three note (laughs) arpeggio super fast for two minutes and then that just happens and you're like yeah I do like honestly I do it's awesome like the it, like, that's the thing is like, I feel like they know what they're making is kind of dumb, but like not
2: dumb. No, no, I think, I think you might be onto something because I feel like that is really the heart of, of King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard is that the, the music they make is just, it's not like, it's straight from the heart. It's like, yeah, I yeah. don't feel any shame about just expressing this one thing, uh, and I'm just gonna put it out there, and we're gonna put it, you know, to record, and then we're gonna fucking ship it, and that's the music. Like, I think that that yeah. kicks ass.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's shameless joy.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, it it really is, and, and I
0: think that like, yeah. Uh, I just I just feel that joy the most on their metal albums. And I think that's mostly just for me because that's the kind of metal that I love the most and I love metal and like let's call it a comeback. But
2: tonight <laughs> Don't call it a comeback.
1: Okay. I'll start, because I have one in the chamber. In the chamber. Um I do. Yeah, I don't know I don't know if you're gonna like it. But fine. I've I've searched my soul and I think There is room in the world for this comeback that I won't... Don't call it a comeback, but there's room. I'm gonna say, don't call it a comeback. Crazy Frog. Now hear me (laughs) out. Now hear me out. (laughs) We all remember Crazy Frog. We do. Crazy Frog, almost 30 years ago, was a big deal. Uh, (sighs) Oh. When when Axel F, when Axel F dropped in, whenever the fuck I think two thousand or something,
0: uh, maybe two thousand five. Sir, Axel F is the theme song to Beverly Hills Cop from the nineties or the eighties.
1: Oh, I know, I know, but I'm not talking about the original, of course. You're thinking okay. of Axel A.
0: No, I'm thinking, thinking of Axel a. F. No, is I, it called Axel F? Yeah, it is. Yeah, because his name is Axel oh. Foley. Oh, okay. That is Eddie Murphy's well, character from Beverly Hills Cop.
1: I had no idea it was Eddie Murphy. That's amazing. But yeah, I, uh, yo, well, it's a good movie. Go about, watch it. I'm not talking about the original. I'm not talking about the original. I'm talking about the song that took the world by storm, which yes. is the Crazy Frog version of Axel F. Yes. Um, well that song was too popular for there not to be a crazy frog comeback. <laughs> like <laughs> everybody know everybody knows that song. It's just the, the 30 year nostalgia cycle will hit eventually. <laughs> uh and there will be more crazy frog. I just feel it. There's there's gonna be more. I get the impression that they've been trying to bring it back. Yes there are two crazy frog videos that got released, there's one from 2021, and there's one from 2022, but I don't think that
2: counts, because there hasn't been an album since 2006. Official Crazy Frog uh, made a, a Twitter account, and uh, they acknowledged that uh, um, original Crazy Frog uh, just had his penis out, and that that's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a, that's going to be a crucial part. It's, the comeback isn't going to work in, without The dick in in the year 2023, can Crazy Frog exist? Just you know, with just, his dick out, just hanging free. Yes. Just hanging free. Yes. Is he allowed? Is that that's the real? I think moral and philosophical question. I think that's going to
1: be the. I think that's going to be what drives the marketing. <laughs> gonna, it's the crazy frog's gonna come back, and the the penis will return.
2: Yeah, you're just gonna be and a everybody's picture. Everybody's
1: gonna be talking about it.
2: Uh, it's it's just gonna be crazy frog, uh, and the new album's just gonna be called "Cancel This." <laughs> and it's gonna be it's with him with his dick super out. Close up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Uh, That's. Uh, I think you're right. God. That's that's the comeback we're calling. The, the we-
0: <laughs> you're you're yeah. summoning a yeah. Yeah, demon right. from I'm not hell. A, hello. I'm talking about like
2: <laughs> specifically
1: crazy frog's dick. I'm not. Don't call the comeback <laughs> crazy frog's dick. Coming
0: back. <laughs> it's been here the whole
1: time. This this really does continue the motif of me loving dicks. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I didn't mean yeah. for that to be the case, but You know, I, I picked the only artist that says
2: dong more than I do. Yeah. All right. You're not ready for this one. Uh I'm not. I'm 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 not calling it a comeback. Harold Faltermeyer, the uh actual composer of Axel F. <laughs> <God damn
0: it.
2: laughs> All right, uh, I love it, and actually, I don't. composed some
0: bangers.
2: I I don't have to call out a comeback because he did come back in the year twenty twenty two because he for did Top the Top Gun, Gun soundtrack, and he did the soundtrack for the new Top Gun. <laughs> movie.
0: Yeah, he did. All right, so Harold Faltermeyer <laughs> is back. Um, yeah. All right. Well. Um, I'm going to go off a different spin-off from what Hillel said um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to say I will bring I'm gonna call it a comeback of the actual artist who says dong more than anyone else um, Gunther singer <laughs> of the song ding ding dong song. <laughs>
2: I I was really hoping that you would say uh, Eddie Murphy, who is Axel F, who who had a a music oh, career fuck. in the eighties with the so- the classic song it. "Party All the Time." God damn it!
1: I should have said Eddie Murphy.
2: <laughs> so don't call it a comeback. Uh, yeah, can I change mine to Eddie Murphy, please? Yeah, you can. <laughs> can Eddie Murphy yeah. make a a a song equivalent to "Party All the Time"?
1: Yeah, I mean that's a really good pick. I I'm still annoyed that Sean was on this podcast for one episode and had one of the best. Don't call it a comeback picks. Uh, he picked Will Smith, um, and that's such a fucking good idea. And Eddie Murphy is Eddie Murphy is similarly genius. I would love a new Eddie Murphy album. I'm kidding. I would eat that up. Does, I would listen to that. Does Eddie Murphy have through.
2: a song other than party all the time? No. No. I think he had a whole album.
0: No. Really? Eddie Murphy only made Hold one on. song. Eddie Murphy was never Hold a musician. On. Hold on. He had one hilarious song. No, he's got several albums. They're comedy albums. Uh <laughs>
2: Okay. <laughs> I think we forgot for a second that Eddie Murphy is actually known best for being a comedian <laughs> No, I know that but Eddie
1: uh, Wait, actually, hold on
2: No, hold on Specifically no, no, I'm wrong. musician Eddie Murphy No, he has three up. Yeah, al- I, I, I apologize, LL He
0: has three yeah. studio Imagine albums 1985
1: in nineteen eighty five he dropped an album called How Could It Be, and it yeah. included the hit single Party Track All Number the Time. Five, Party All the Time.
0: Then So Happy only and then tracks. Love's Alright. Um Love's Alright has the wildest now, um album cover. Love's Alright
1: is a comedy album. <laughs> that one is No, a
0: it's a musical studio album.
1: I think it's it a has funny musical studio album. It has 12 songs. Yes, yes. But are you
0: saying Apple that music, the genre I, is the genre in Apple Music is comedy? That's all I'm saying. Are you are you saying that Weird Al Yankovic has never released an album? Hello, because right now you're disrespecting no. the man. No,
1: no, no. I'm saying he releases comedy albums.
0: Yeah, uh, that's an album. such a thing still. as comedy music. So yeah, prank yeah, yeah, yeah. Music. I just want it all comes back out. to prank music.
2: <laughs> can we can we talk about <laughs> before we wrap up the fact that Eddie Murphy's uh I'm looking at his YouTube channel and uh his his three most popular songs are uh Party All The Time which we we all know classic 80s yeah we uh, all know pa- yeah yeah we all we all know Party All The Time but did you know that briefly about 10 years ago uh Eddie Murphy pivoted hard into uh, dub and reggae uh, and uh, the second most viewed video on Eddie Murphy Vivo is a song called red light uh, featuring the at the time uh, rebranded Snoop Lion uh, when oh my God. Snoop Dogg went super into uh, reggae music and was like, yeah. I only yeah. want to do reggae music now. And he was like, I'm changing my name to Snoop Lion. And that lasted for like, what, like a year? (laughs) So, uh, before you go, I would heavily uh, recommend listening to the song Red Light, uh, featuring uh, Snoop Lion. Uh, Because. By uh, Eddie Murphy? It's something something that I didn't realize existed uh, until now, and it has 61 million views. Wow.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm not gonna lie. The first thing I'm doing after this is going to see awesome. some frog. Penis. He has two
2: reggae songs, and they both they they both open up with the exact same drum fill. Hey, if it ain't broke, <laughs> why fix it? Yeah, it. I mean, why, yeah. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. I think with that uh, endorsement of Eddie Murphy's Red Light, uh, we we've pretty much solved music. I think that that's all people, you know, peace and love, you know. Damn.